This is the Michael Bryan Show. Inspire, empower, and educate with Judith Pinto. Judith, what have you overcome or achieved? I've overcome being probably a failure. As a child, as a student, I was extremely talkative in class. Every single one of my report cards has talks too much. I was always turned around in my desk talking to the kid behind me and teacher could always tell because it was always the back of my head facing her. I was inattentive, distractible, coming home with sort of straight C's and maybe a couple of less than stellar failure kind of marks on report cards, um, especially in second language, because you really do have to pay attention in second language classes. Um, Spent a lot of time in the hallway where I got to talk to everybody that walked by. (laughs) And every report card was a disappointment to my parents. And yeah, I said the same thing over and over again. Um, But grade five turned it around for me. So what kind of steps did you take then? It must be hard as a student to necessarily break free of the path that you're on loads of teachers will say oh you should you should do this because you're doing really well at it and you're kind of funneled into this this journey but what was it like for you to get out of that well I got lucky um grade five was uh, a, a hugely pivotal year for me I was in a class with, we had two grade five classes. One was considered to be, you know, when when you're a kid, you know who the smart kids are. They all got funneled into the one class that was taught by the the principal. And I got into the other class where we were basically the group of troubled kids who were very difficult. Um, The older teacher retired (laughs) just as the year started. And so we had a substitute who was brand new. Mrs. Royal was her name. And I have a picture on the playground with her. It's my favorite picture of my favorite teacher. And the very first report card, she handed out report cards. And no teacher had ever done this before. She sort of let us sit with them while she met with us individually. Um, You could talk quietly amongst yourselves. And I looked at it and I didn't know what to think because I'm like, I don't know what questions to ask her because I think she must have given me the wrong report card. So I came up to my turn, went up, sat down, and I said, I think I, I don't know what to say. And she says, why? I said, well, I think you gave me the wrong grades. And and it doesn't say anywhere here that I talk too much. And she sort of looked at me because I'd gotten straight A's. It never happened in my life. I was a like, steady C student. And she said, well, I think you earned the grades. And I figured you already knew you talked too much. So I thought I'd tell you some things you might not have known about yourself. And so she was what I now understand as you know an adult looking back on that, really strengths-based. She looked at And I I have no doubt she did this for all of us because we all loved her, Um, really focused on the things that we did well and what we could, if we hooked into, use to improve where we were in life and where we were as students. And I didn't really have any conscious memory of what I did differently, but I just started to live up to what she thought of me. I remember being so proud to take that report card home. I just usually it was kind of like a very slow walk home. I was happy to run home that day and, and share it. And it just became what I started to live by grade seven. You know, the school bus driver was, you know, pulling over on the side of the road and going, why can't you be like her and her friend, (laughs) Tina, they're really quiet. You know, it's like, okay, Uh, turn the corner. So, yeah. So what will go down as the three biggest lessons that you've taken away from this? I imagine you took it with you ever since. So what were the lessons that you took from it? Well, one that change can happen the moment 
your paradigm shifts, the moment your outlook on um, who you are or how you fit into the world shifts. So it's important to have a chance to look for those things. Um, I think secondly, we're so much more capable than the limiting beliefs and identities that we've subconsciously learned and accepted. Um, you know, I was a talkative kid. I would have probably spent my life getting in trouble and being really just disoriented and, you know, unhappy with school, but somebody saw something more in me than, than just a bad kid. Um, and that I think if you can see strengths in yourself and others, you and everybody else can change. And it's the only way you can change and grow is if you lean into the strengths that you have and it works. And as a therapist, I probably learned to use that very strategically. Um, and as a life coach, I do that because who would want to hear all their weaknesses? That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a chance that you'd do anything differently? If you could go back, would you change anything? You know, I'd have tried to keep in touch with her because I wish in hindsight that I could have thanked her. Um, but in, in the context of being, you know, um, a child, I wouldn't have been able to take on anything else for an identity other than the identity that was kind of given to me at the time. So just really grateful. How can people find out more about you, Judith? If they wanted to enter your world a little bit, where can they go? Uh, well, I have a website. It's www.cafemoms.co. Um, there's a Facebook page too. Um, and essentially I help, you know, moms who are entrepreneurs and struggling with overwhelm and attention, distractibility, procrastination, the things that I I understand because I still have those impulses, but learn how to be focused and productive so they can get important things done and you know, be the parent they want to be, be the business person they want to be. Thanks so much for being a guest on the show. Feel free to subscribe, share the show, leave a review wherever you are listening into your podcasts.